The new year has begun for WWE, but also some things are going to end. Hi guys, John Russo here with the Press of Atlantic City, alongside Nick Yuba. We are bringing to you guys the Booking Sheet Wrestling Podcast, perhaps temporarily for the last time. It's a very sad day. Is it? It is. It is. Uh, okay, yeah. well, you enjoy I'll, this thing. I'll address it really quick. You can't um, act like you don't like me. I never said I didn't like you. <laughs> I hate you more like it. Now, oh, oh. Now I'll I'll address it because it's probably more on my end than your end because the new job and the new responsibilities are just I don't have time. Yeah. And we're launching the sports podcast too, and it's taking a lot of yeah. time and like doing the production and all the other stuff. So we will. St- the theory is John John might do his own like kind of thing by himself, and I might show up for special occasions. That's kind of like what we figured. Yeah, we're right? not we're 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 still going to work on that. I mean, for right now, you guys can anticipate. Uh, don't unsubscribe, but you can anticipate that you know this isn't going to be coming out every Friday, and we might not see an episode for uh, a little time because right now, yeah, you know, we are a daily you know local regional newspaper. That focuses heavily on the high school sports season. And, and the spring is a freaking grind. Oh, it's a grind, all right. I mean, just there are 70 events a day. You know, Nick's still adjusting to his new role here as our sports Thanks. editor. <laughs> and he's got, Nick's got a lot on his plate, man. You guys, I don't think our listeners realize how much work you do and how much work goes into this stuff. It's nah, not, it's not even that. Yeah. It's just, I got a lot of stuff to do. And, and we're excited about the sports podcast, the press yeah, box. The press box. Yeah, you know, I was on it last week talking about the Philadelphia Flyers. It real well. <laughs> it did go really well. The, six, the Sixers bit was fantastic. I so, thought, thought we were going to get a, a wrestling match in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, so that's kind of what's going on here. Like, I'm like, I'll, we'll be back to do some fun stuff probably later yeah. in the year. Maybe we'll do some late. I, I'm still going to control the booking sheet um, Twitter account, so that's not going away. No, nah, that'll be a lot of fun to maintain. And, you know, we can use that as a platform, too, for the blog as well. And Yeah, it's just it's something's come to an end, and this isn't the end. You know, I left one show earlier because of other stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Off the Lang City story, and that was very emotional when I left that. This is not as no. <laughs> as Bob Dylan's saying, the times they are changing. Yeah. So what's what's let's talk about the good stuff. There was a lot of good what, the stuff. Show something? <laughs> That's mean. There was a lot of good stuff that happened about ten days ago. We're we're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah, so we're, it's been crazy. We're so. actually a day removed from the first half of the Super Bowl, Superstar Shakeup on Raw, and you know about eight nine days removed from WrestleMania 34, which. That whole weekend, I thought, was overall a very, very fantastic weekend by let's, WWE. Let's not go through everything, because it'll take yeah, forever. Yeah, 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 what, yeah. Let's, let's start with the top. And what was, out of that weekend, what was the two things that you will take away? Um, that's tricky, because there was a lot of great things that happened on the Saturday show. Sunday was more moments. Saturday was more great wrestling. And I think that works. That's a good recipe for, for WWE to have. So if I take one away from each thing... Um, God, Gargano and Ciampa are just artists when it comes to telling stories mm-hmm. on the mat. The other thing I take away is, um, I'm, I mean, there's a lot to take away from WrestleMania, but I think the one thing that stood out is Ronda Rousey is going to be really good in this industry. I'm excited to see what she does going forward, and we got more tastes of it uh, this past Monday during the shakeup. What about you? All right. I, w- I was going to say kind of both of those, but I can go in a totally different direction. I'll okay. take the whole weekend as a whole. You know, I'll actually take two Ring of Honor bits from Supercard of Honor. I will take the Cody Kenny match at the main event, which I thought was fantastic. They did a really good job, and they left that really hanging by a thread and what the Bucks are going to do and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
in the Bucks match with Adam Page. I think it was Adam. No, Flip. I don't know who the third guy was for, against SoCal Uncensored, which is Kazarian and Daniel's new thing. Was though they have a new like group. That match, the latter match, was absolutely ridiculous. And those are probably the two. But regarding NXT, uh, if we're if we're leading to Velveteen Dream and Rick O'Shea, the Irishman, I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> Richard O'Shea. Richard O'Shea. Um. Yeah, I mean. NXT, and, and it's kind of weird just to talk a little bit about that show 10 days later because... Yeah, you, it was good. The, 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 the exciting, the excitement isn't as fresh anymore, mm-hmm. but it's going to be one of those shows that we're going to look back on and, and watch a handful of these matches in the future. Um, I do liken it to take over Dallas when there was a couple matches on that card that I watched over and over, including Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. So, I mean, there's... This Champa Gargano match is going to hold up a very long time. It's going to it's it was one of the absolute best non-title matches I've seen in WWE probably ever and especially it was one of NXT's greatest matches and right now it's sitting at number 1 on my match of the year list. I put it over Gargano Almas. versus Almas. Well by that theory Gargano is your wrestler of the year so far. It's Johnny wrestling. Right, I will say this about about that match. The storytelling in it was absolutely superb and, and you can complain about some like there were some spots that you looked at and eh, it didn't work like there was some of that kind of stuff but this from a swimmer piling aspect you know which is a huge focus here now um the spot at the end when they almost like hug like they did in the 205 live tournament in the turn cruiserweight tournament or whatever the cruiserweight it class, was it was uh, you're, it was beautiful almost. it was, it was almost, talk about the like he's holding the knee brace and he kind of just like you felt like this they're going to go back to being friends and then it's just like Gargano basically is the one who does it. Yeah, and and, and what's such an underrated part of that match was <laughs> Drake Younger or Drew Wirtz as he now is the referee because mm-hmm. they played it up a little bit during the thing during the pre-show I think or one of the one of the different vignettes you saw online. They talked about him and Johnny and him and like Tomasa. They've known each other all for years, and he he was going to be the guy who basically like had to basically throw his friend out of the business and. And he did even a good job at one point. Like you're like, oh, is he going to do it? Oh, he's oh, I got to stop it, Johnny. Like that whole like interaction with him at one point, I thought was really, really incredible. So I, I just think that um, they did a great job, and they crossed a lot of T's and dotted a lot of I's, and, and did what you should do with a main event. Yeah, I mean, I I did a good job too with that show because I didn't watch it live. Mm-hmm. I watched it the following morning. It's probably better off. Yeah, I um. Now, did you watch it through or just partials up? Or I watched it through. I watched the first match, I believe. Yeah, the first match was the ladder match. I think I watched one. Of the, I watched the first match on the yeah. card live, and then I watched the rest of it in the morning straight you think through. Carter the Trace. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched the rest of it straight through after that, and it's just it was the card flowed wonderfully too. Mm-hmm. It was a great flowing card because yeah, I think it the ladder match first. Then you had the. We well, had to because yeah. Adam Cole needed to go and do the yeah. other thing. Yeah. Then the second match was the was the world championship. Actually, the second match or was the women's championship. The second the match. Women's champ- cause the women's because that was like the semi main. Because because like- yeah, because the tag I think was the one that set up the uh, the tag match was fourth. I think right. Mm-hmm. So you can give Cole that time, and they they told that story nicely too. You had Cole fill in for an injured Bobby Fish, and they Freebird rolls just rule the world now. Yeah. And he was taken out early in the match so he could rest and not, you know, have to put his body through another 
grueling match, and they let the rest of those guys tell a great story. I mean, I, I tell you, I'm I'm just thrilled with Authors of Pain and their work. I liked them leaving Ellering uh, at the uh, at the yeah, they, but, but I like how they left them at the altar, so to say. Uh, that following Monday when it came up to Raw. Well, he did it in a way like you can't beat yeah. up Paul Ellering. It's just not a very good idea. No, no, no. Like he's, they, he's, and they don't have to. They're just like, Paul, it's our time to do this without you. We don't need you anymore. Yeah, I thought they did a really nice job. But I, I think the whole NXT card was well done. I, You know, the title match was fine. I just, you know, and then we get to Sat- Sunday, which is still going on, I think. <laughs> like, it just never ended. Sunday felt like... A drag when we had about four matches left, and I'm like, "Wow, it's you look after at the card, and you're like, yeah." And they that show w- ended at midnight. Yeah, I just don't understand why, but that's another story for another day. Why, you, like, you know, I know Russell Kingdom's the same, and I like it, but like, it's a long, long. Especially you're coming real, off a of three, and then you're going to five, and then you're going to two and two. It's just never ending. Real quick, I was wrong about the order, but let's. Just to briefly touch over, I'm not issuing your 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 two longest matches bookended NXT, thirty one twenty four for the ladder match. Then you had the women's match, which was very good. Went just a shade under thirteen minutes. You don't need to go thirty. Yep, just under twelve minutes was the tag match. Perfect time. Well, you for had that. to because he's already it, been through. But, but it was also that's the type of match where it's, it was a lot of like fast paced things yeah. and something happens. The championship match. One that we forgot to mention, yeah, you know, black it was good. Black being almost actually kind of surprised me. I thought almost was going to win. Uh, black is just excellent. Um, Eighteen and a half minutes, probably right. And Gargano Ciampa went thirty-seven minutes six seconds. Yeah, it, it 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 didn't feel like it felt like it was a long match, but it didn't feel like it at see, the same time because it see, was. I paced. disagree. I disagree. I thought it felt long, but I thought it felt long. For the reason of just the drama they kind of built yeah. up, like I think there's one thing to say: it just keeps going and going and going and going, and you're yeah. just like, "All right, dude." Like, like the way you felt by like Okada and Omega's. Because like, that one, I felt it peaked early. But this, I felt like it was long, but it was long in the the idea of drama and suspense building. And yeah. I think that's kind of the issue with that. And and you know, I don't. I I thought it was well done. I thought it was yeah. point on. Like you could speak all night. It's how you do it. It's. When there's classes at universities about pro wrestling writing, that's the thing they're going to go to. Now, the one thing I'll say about WrestleMania's card on Sunday, I was there was a lot of surprises on that card. I think there's a lot of matches I didn't think were going to go the way they went. Well, um, well, I we'll do start at the top of that because we were all under the impression that contract wasn't done. Yeah, and I mean, well, yeah, and here's the thing. Um, well, I just want to knock off the pre-show in like literally ten seconds. Okay, good. All three matches were chalk. Alexander won, and no surprises that Naomi and Matt Hardy won. Now, no, 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 let's let's talk about Matt Hardy and who predicted it. Yeah, I called good, that one. It's a good pick. Who did I pick? Smojo. I think yeah. so. Yeah, let's go straight to the top of the card. Um, first thing I want to comment on, and this is a a uh, a conversation I had with my friend Dan. We're we're both over the WrestleMania crowd and how they put themselves over. Uh, I thought they were a joke during the main event. And how they handled it. Honestly, we've seen main events just like that during your beloved Attitude Era. And don't sit here and act like you don't you don't like it now. All right, you and Josh Caudell going to write a, um, another, another <laughs> story about everyone. No, I, I thought the main event was yeah. fine for what it was. It was a good match. I was, but I was shocked. Brock Lesnar won, though he did F five Roman Reigns to death. <laughs> here's was what I will say about that: six or seven F fives. I don't know, but here's what I will say about that really quick. You knew at the start it was going to be an issue. 
because it's something that no one really like a lot of people like me like a lot of those kind of people didn't want didn't really care for it it was a match i wanted to see i didn't want it at, as the main event well that's a different story but yeah but it is the main event so this is the only way they can protest it and i'm just like whatever it is what it is they pay they're paying freaking 500 bucks a ticket for those seats like they can do whatever the hell they want short of jumping the guard around throwing chairs in the ring a la ecw like <laughs> y- you can do whatever you want and if that's what they want to do like that's what they're going to do because the moment you see the moment you turn this into like they can't do that it becomes an issue and, and i don't think it's worth it you can't boo you can you boo like your car stanton because he's like yeah. taking the golden some it's like the same principle to me and you know people aren't going to be happy with it and that's what like that's that's all i gotta say about that so you're you're really proud about your prediction of matt hardy right it's brilliant. But it's not your proudest prediction of the night. Oh, I totally even forgot about this. How could you forget about this? Because there's a lot of stuff going on. Do they have a Nicholas shirt yet? He's actually been, um, he's actually doing indie, indie dates now. He'll be showing up. I wonder if, he, if, they, wonder if they moved him to the uh, the alumni section of the... I think they did, actually. That's um, funny. Yeah, so, this was brilliant. So, like, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, when or whenever Braun was announced as the top number one contender for this, lovely Nick Yuba over here who's going out on top almost like winning a Pulitzer Prize on your last day as a photographer. <laughs> um, walking out. With the pencils walking out. Said that he wants Braun Strowman's tag team partner to be a small child. That's right. We got a small child as Braun Strowman's tag team partner. My first thought, too, was, all right, whose kid is this? Is he really going to stand on the apron? Like I'm like, I just love how Corey Graves is selling it. This is a lawsuit waiting to happen. The best part of it was, like, <laughs> I think I was, like, my stream was probably a minute behind everyone else's because I got started late. And I think when you get started late with yeah. it, it kind of, like, you're almost a minute behind to start. So someone sent me a tweet that said, oh, my God, you are right. And it wasn't you. It was somebody else. It was probably Kevin. It was Kevin or one <laughs> of Kevin's people. It's most likely Kevin. And I'm just like, what? And then I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, I so nailed this. This is so perfect. And I'm watching him walk around. And I'm like, dude, that guy better grab a small child. Yeah. And he grabbed a small child. The best part is he walked past, like, No Way Jose and a couple other NXT yes. people. I'm sitting there like, man, there's No Way Jose. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, it's one of my proudest wrestling moments of all time. And I think Bobby Fish was out there. <laughs> Something even funnier if we grabbed Bobby Fish. <laughs> You could be a my tag team. It was so well done, and you know what? We and people are killing it. Like, are you killing it because you didn't think of it? Like, that's like my theory on it. It was fun. It was stupid. People were relating it to the David Arquette thing. Like, no, not even close. No, because they actually had Braun Strowman in the ring. Yeah, whatever. The whole thing was just fun. And the kid tags in. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) had that awkward moment where they're like, "What do we do with him?" Okay. I would have laughed if the kid tagged in and. Like Seamus or Cesaro, whoever the legal man was, just takes the kid and just like ragdolls him. No, just like puts him on the ground and just holds his shoulders down like like a bully and just pins the kid one two three like that. They, they did. Or I was kind of hoping he would have gotten Cesaro swung. <laughs> Come to find out, it's a referee's kid. It's like it was all good fun. And yeah, like, it was kind of enjoyable for a little bit. He had uh, to relinquish the tag team title. And the next night, Braun's like, "Yeah, we got a scheduling conflict. The fourth grade." <laughs> It was, you know what it did too. It freed Braun up to do something else too. Like yeah. it, it, it made the point, and no one the bar. Like I love the bar as a tag team. I think they got to go back to being singles guys soon. And yeah, I think they're um, they've gotten what they need to get out of this out of this tag team. Of run. course, and they're still going to keep going. I mean, then again, they did lose yesterday to Brizongo. 
one of the new <laughs> one of the new raw superstars. Yeah, I don't. I thought the whole thing was funny, and who? I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Who they were? Brazongo was written up for. Or they wrote up the bar for uh, um, for, for for his mahawk, mahawk, and uh, dresses, kilts. <laughs> no, it was good. I thought they did a good job with that. You know, I think the more entertaining thing was the the Nakamura Styles match, which wasn't as good as the first one. Let's uh, talk about a couple more of these matches, okay. and then we'll go to break. We're um, taking a break. John Cena got squashed in two minutes forty five seconds by the Undertaker. And then he got dumped the next like two weeks later. That poor guy. He's had a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, he has. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, John Cena, Nikki Bella, no more. So that means John Cena's back on the market. Yep, all you ladies out there. He won't marry you though. Go ahead. What else? Um, the the Taker stuff was actually perfectly fine. I just wanted I wanted to take her to just beat him down in a non match as Mark Calloway, but I'll take him showing up as Undertaker and kicking Cena's ass in three minutes in a squash match. I think, hey, talk talk mess, get hit. You know, it's you you talked all that crap and you got what you deserved. Don't the, call it the dead man if you don't want to take it. The best is we got the greatest GIF ever of Cena running up the WrestleMania steps. Yeah. Like just randomly like there's a ref talking to him and I did. I'm, I was happy they sh- they had him in the crowd for the first half, reacting to matches, being a fan. Like I thought that was good stuff. Um, that was exactly and what I the wanted GIF him to comes do. Comes and he's like running. The call comes and he's like literally yeah. running up. The GIF is fantastic. I did like. Um, I thought Elias's little segment before that was very good too. And I don't know. Not many people caught it. At one point, he played the guitar riff to uh, "House of the Rising Sun." Which famously has a line about going down to New Orleans. So I thought that was a nice little Easter egg that Elias threw out there to the music people. Easter egg. Listen, there's a little music Easter egg. When you watch the East, the podcast of <laughs> hipster um, music things. It's the, how are the animals hipster? Like from the '60s. I know, it's um, it's classic rock at its finest, you old man. Uh, sleep. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's back. Yeah, this oh. whole thing like was fine. Looks like we're gonna get us like he everyday wrestler Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. He had a good match of AJ Styles two nights later. Yeah, which they booked perfectly. Yes. Because we, we didn't get it fully. We got part of it. We got like a little tease. And that'll be the next thing we'll talk about after this. How yeah. good did Daniel Bryan look? Almost three years since he, he hasn't good. wrestled, and he looked like he didn't miss a beat. He's yeah. Even there were two guys he knows very well, too. Yes. Which I think, I think was properly oh. done. And, I mean, he is... It was you could it was great when his music hit and that crowd blew up with the yes chance. You love and you the could, yes thing. So much. I, I do. I'm a, I know. I'm, I'm you, a big you, supporter of the yes movement. Supportive. And yes you could thing. see that he like he had that like look on his in his face that he was like trying not to break that like get emotional again because it's it's, it's it's a big deal yeah. for him. And he man he is what a performer he is. He is um, great performer. But the match like come to find out didn't mean anything. It was just like the stupid. And then like they're on Raw and it's like what. He, He's well. Um, that was the whole point. They don't be on SmackDown, which is where he is. Um, so they did win. I mean, he is uh, Daniel Bryan is going to go down as one of the biggest superstars of all time. And who would have mm, thought that? I don't. Eh. Yeah, he really is. He's not on the Mount Rushmore. Um, he's done something that very few guys have done, and it's influenced pop culture in a large way. The NWO, DX, like Flair. Like Austin Rock. Okay, so he's, we're down to like he's number six. Yeah, 
out of how many people that have ever been in WWE. Oh, that's man. that's what I mean. He's done what is very he a few have done. Uh, he is a United States champion, world champion. He's one tag team. I don't think he's won the Intercontinental Championship. Which, uh, if the IC title goes to SmackDown, we'll get that. Or no, wait, did he? No, he won the Intercontinental Championship. I don't think he won the United States Championship. Because oh. he won the the IC title was the last title he held before he got he had to relinquish that when his in his last uh, match. Right. Which I think his last match was with uh, Tyson Kidd was in it. It was in the same last match too. I think they were. It was a tag match. Let's talk about Nakamura Styles real quick. Yeah, that's um, the last major match we want to talk about from this show. It was fine. I like the heel turn. I like it a lot. Oh, it's better. He he he's a better heel than he is a face too. Like most people are. He. I tell you, it was a competition between him and Kurt Angle for the best lines of the the two nights following. Uh, I don't uh, speak English. Sorry, no speak English. <laughs> versus, I, versus, I hear TNA's hiring. <laughs> yeah, the, I thought it was fine. I liked the heel turn. Yeah, I, I liked the whole like, you know, Nakamura. Nakamura was like people don't know this. He was grown up as a heel in Japan. Yeah, and he was a heel, and then he kind of went like he became. What kind of happened was he went the Steve Austin route, where it went like so far heel, it was like face. And as a heel, he doesn't have to speak as much, though. He's very good at what what I praise Chris Jericho as doing as a heel is he doesn't talk, you know, and like you have some of these heels that talk excited and loud and fast, and it works for guys like Kevin Owens. But when Jericho was a heel, especially in his run about eight years ago, very slow, meticulous, calculated, really thought about what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Just and that's what Nakamura was able to do on Tuesday. That was a very good. It was you know very short but very good per interview with Renee Young, and we're going to see that forward. And it allows him to to really think about what he has to say, and he, it's going to come off really nicely. He's a guy. Don't, don't forget, he's not like he was a heel before. I think he can be yeah. a heel in any language. It's just like figuring out the, the cadence to it and what you're doing. And he was fantastic. And I think a heel cadence is going to work for him way yeah. way better. And he's. And he doesn't have to say much. And heels that don't really have to say much are great. Yes. Um, I want to take this on the break, and then we'll talk about some superstar shakeup and some stuff going forward before we uh, wrap this thing up. I guess. Last break. And we are back for the last time for now, maybe-ish. Ish. Don't say don't say it's over, but it's over. I don't know. Oh, you're getting very emotional this is, over this. this. This isn't goodbye. It's see you later. No, it probably is goodbye for a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, got to, I don't know where the time goes half the time. So this past Monday was the superstar shakeup. Okay, terrific. They shook it up. <laughs> I love how we we're expecting a nice big, um, like presentation. First guy, and it's Jinder Mahal. And I'm like, oh, who cares? I was fine with that. And then Jeff Hardy beats him for the United States Championship. Yeah, I, I was fine with, like, Jinder. Move Jinder across the street. Yeah. Take the title off him. Makes total sense. He, yeah, he, I mean, he works in this role better anyway, this um, mid-card role. Yeah, he's he's, fi- he's not a world champion. You, you know what the funny thing is? Like, he's gotten really good. He's yes. Got, he's gotten a lot better. And it's just like. That's the thing. I'll like, give him all the credit in the world. He took a really difficult hand that was dealt to him. He did a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, he was, he was fantastic. I thought he was fine as a world champion. I just had no interest, and I couldn't really buy into it. Correct. Because, because he hadn't been in that situation before. 
but I thought he did a good job trying to portray the heel. I just didn't. I just never liked the uh, the cultural pro- the culture appropriation crap that he pulled. Oh, he tried. To do, yeah, I don't because that's, think that's not true. When people love the Japanese guy and they hate you, you guys are in the same boat. Let me, I, mean, right, I don't down, want to hear slow that. Slow down. Slow down. No, no. I'm just saying, like, out. like you can't you can't claim. People don't like you Correct. for one reason when they like yeah. guys who are literally the same type of person as you, it, not from this it's country. Just, it's just, it just sense. wasn't. It was stupid, yeah. and it really hindered him in that whole feud. Don't hinder gender. You're correct. Um, I'm trying to just. I'm trying to go off the top of my head Sammy because and Kevin. Sammy and Kevin joined Raw. Uh, Kurt protested because they didn't win their match last week, and Stephanie McMahon overrode him. So we're still getting like these little niches of the authority. Which, by the way, did you see the segment? When when Zane yeah. pulled out the email, pulled out his little reading glasses. Yeah, because he's a heel. He oh, needs reading glasses. He's fantastic. He needs. A, he's great. They're both great. They're they're funny. They're they're very entertaining. I loved the Miz in that whole situation, talking about we're gonna be the great. We're gonna be like the dream team. We're gonna be better than NWO. And Angle was like, "You're going to SmackDown." He's like, "All right, me and the Miz Taraj are gonna take you. Are gonna like turn the SmackDown into the A show." They're not going. What? <laughs> when is he taking time off, by the way? I don't know. Maybe I, he's going to show up on SmackDown tonight. Um, again, we're recording this on Tuesday during the day. Maybe he's going to show up on SmackDown tonight and protest or something happens and he like, so he can take his time off, quote unquote. Um, I, have, I have a prediction about that, too, and I'll say at the end of the show, and we'll see if I'm right after the show comes up, and I could totally be wrong, and well, you guys will laugh that, at me. Yeah, no one will, we, uh, I won't get a chance to really kill you. Exactly. Um, it still won't be as bold as saying a Braun Strowman's partner will be a kid, and I can't believe that actually happens still. Correct. Everyone <laughs> should. Uh, Bobby Roode's probably the other big star to move over to Raw. Uh, Baron Corbin move over to Raw. Uh, Vince is still high on him. Still way too high Whatever. on him. Um, it's his show. Not the mine. Riot Squad went the Raw. No one cares. Much more excited for Natalia going the Raw so we can see some fresher matchups with her. She's a very good wrestler. Uh, definitely one of my favorites. I'd like to see her against Nia Jax. would be a fun feud. Um, Brizongo's on Raw. And they beat the bar. I think the bar is going away. There's no way Brizongo wins, this, wins the Tag Team Championships, but I'm just happy to see them on a three-hour show because maybe they'll find time for them. Um, it's still three hours. And then I guess lastly, Dolph Ziggler showed up on Raw and he wasn't alone. Drew McIntyre's back. He, it's Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. And it's fine. I'm fine with it. I was actually surprised McIntyre came back. I wasn't sure. I thought he was injured a lot more severely than he was. He's been gone for like... Was it was it since Survivor Series around then? Yeah, it's been a while. Did he get injured? Was it at uh, War Games he got hurt? Because was that when yeah, he lost, he lost the Almas? Yeah, yeah, he lost a long time ago. That was November then. Eh, five months, yeah. Wow, That's time flew. Year, yeah. Time did fly, well, he, okay. Yeah, so he's five months, isn't it? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, I, I like he that He looks idea. great. That Claymore into the, the Claymore into um, Zigzag, very cool looking finisher. Yeah, but Dolph's going to be stuck around the middle of the yard again. That's where he belongs. Eh, I'll have to see him do some other stuff. Uh, I, I want to see him as a tag team champion. That could be interesting. Yes, yes. But then it all builds up to, no, what, what show are we, the what? biggest show in the history of the world? The the, the greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> Just the greatest in front of anything. It's great. So the greatest Royal Rumble will have a 50-man Royal Rumble match. I am so excited to see who's in this. Because 
you got like 20 more spots and there, there's got to be like a just a stupid amount of like legends Rey Mysterio is apparently in it I think Chris Jericho is now back in the match because now Rusev Undertaker's back on for being just a casket match uh, I mean I hope like Mark Henry's in it or something like that you know bring the Hall of Pain to uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> Nicholas is in it <laughs> hope Nicholas is in it <laughs> like where do you like, bring where, the hurricane back stand back it's a hurricane King Maxwell oh King Maxwell versus Nicholas. Yes. In a feud. Yes. <laughs> no, I I don't even know where to start with that whole thing. I, I'm kind of concerned for everything. You got Reigns versus Lesnar inside a steel cage. I think that's when we get the... That's when we get the title. Because yeah. Vince wants it to happen where he's not going to get booed mercilessly 100% like New Orleans. <laughs> that's did. basically Vince's way of saying, yeah, you guys in Saudi Arabia aren't a smart crowd, so we'll uh, we'll do it you know, there. You guys, you guys cheer the good guy. Um we are getting a uh, the casket match. We're getting uh, Jinder Mahal versus Jeff Hardy, and we're getting that fatal four way tag match thing, or whatever the tag eliminator, or whatever you want to call it, for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, probably a couple other matches on the card. That yeah, it sounds it sounds entertaining. It's just not great. Like I don't, not, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch. I won't have to now. It's going to be Friday during the day. It's this Friday, right? I'll actually just um, I might, if the weather's nice, I might go play golf. It's on the it's on the uh, network. I'll just watch what I want to watch. It's not like it's not it's like watching the Tokyo Show. Over under on what you shoot for for nine. Hey, if it's oh, oh, I'm I'm probably gonna try and play eighteen. I can I break hundred. That's so okay. It's bold. Hundred so hundred's my over under. I'll go under a hundred. That is bold. That's if I do play. Yeah, I'm poor. I'm trying to buy a house now. Okay, <laughs> Can't afford go. that. Listen to you. I can barely afford shoes. I don't know. Um, I just think I'm not excited for this whole thing. I think it's like they basically tried to do WrestleMania outside of the United States, and that's what they did. I'm excited for it, but not like I need to watch it ASAP because it's I don't I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like I'm definitely going to want to enjoy watching it over the weekend, but I'm not like in a hurry to watch it because it's on a day where I don't feel like sitting at home watching wrestling all day. It'll be raining anyway, don't worry. We have nothing better to do. Yeah, the way this spring has gone. Yeah. Um, Remember, we have to make all these events up. Yeah. So, predictions for Superstar Shake-Up tonight, which won't matter when this pod airs on Wednesday. Nicholas will be on SmackDown. The big prediction I have... <laughs> you just glossed over that. Nicholas has, is in the fourth grade. He's probably got a science test tonight. I bet he ends to up study on for. He's got to study for a science test. Or KFOB News gets me a huge, like, <laughs> Nicholas is joining SmackDown. Um, or NXT. Drew McIntyre was the big return. Kind of surprised people. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, I think, is back tonight on SmackDown. Great. And guess what he can do? Follow The Miz. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want The Miz to be out here, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to win whatever back, and I'm going to make this the A show. And then Ambrose's music hit, and he's like, oh, come on. Not again. I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> and I think that's time. when Miz will take his break. Ambrose will kick his ass, and they'll go. Oh, oh. my God. Language. Ambrose, hey, it's in the Bible. I can say, Ambrose. No, kick, there's a lot of things in the Bible you can't say. Ambrose will kick his booty. Okay, that better, that yeah, better. Uh, Biggie, Xavier, Kofi, he'll kick his booty. Bad enough that he'll worry about being a daddy. He should be. Let, he he yeah. earns the time off. Let yeah. him go. Uh, definitely, I mean, he's. I will say he's top five greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. I cool. will boldly say that and defend it forever because the Miz is 
awesome. Oh my god, you've lost your gourd. I'm just hey, it's the last show. I got to go all out. Um, that's the only real major switch. I th- actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff Hardy goes to SmackDown and brings the United States title back instead of sending Seth over to SmackDown. Yeah, I think I think they'll put Jeff over because I think because they don't and, need him for Seth his brother. Seth and Finn is a feud I think people want to see. And you don't need him for his brother. You can send him over yeah. there. His brother's got his nice little niche combat carved that. Um, as far as women, I'll probably send Absolution over so they can hang out with their buddy Paige. Um, yeah, I don't care. I think Alexa Bliss goes over there. That'd be fine. Yeah. Um, get her away from Naya naturally. Oscar is over there now, right? Or no, Oscar's still on Raw. I don't know. We got Oscar versus Naya should eventually happen. Oh, that sounds bad. Um, I've seen that before too. Only once in NXT. I thought they did. They not do it. Uh, maybe they. Oh yeah, they had they the match. Raw, they, yeah. yeah, they had because the, if Naya won, that was actually a pretty good match. If Naya won, she would have been added to the WrestleMania main event that Oscar chose. Um, so who's going from season? As far as tags, as far as tag teams go. I don't think our th- I think our little three MB reunion is going to end. I think Slater's going over to SmackDown with Rhino. Makes sense. But yeah, for as of right now, three MB is on the same show. It'd be great if we can get that to happen. But um, who are you waving at? Buzz is outside. He's watching us. All right, let's wrap um, this up. Let's wrap this up soon. But no, I think uh, yeah, we have. Are you going to go talk to Buzz? All right, I'll just ramble while you go talk to Buzz. Go ahead. Go. No, 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 no. Are you just going to walk out and leave no, me? No, oh, Is this how the show's going to end? It might, gonna, it might just end like that. You, you going to Sopranos this bad boy? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, no, I think that's all I really need to say about that show coming up. And I think uh, going forward, we're... You'll see us again. Yeah, you'll see us again. We, we tweet actively on Twitter. Um, my blog will... I took, the blog, I, took, I took off from the blog this past week. It'll oh. be back this week. Okay, good. Uh, let's put ourselves over one last time. Go. I am on Twitter at AC Press underscore Russo. Uh, be sure to read Write Russo Write, the written blog on the press's website. Nick, what two Twitter accounts can they read your wonderful tweets at? I'm at AC Press Huba and at the booking sheet on Twitter. For the last time, let's do it. Top guys, out. <laughs>